Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal specifically for women over 40, why you're not losing weight. And this is part five in the series. And today we're talking about mindset. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a dress size or two, but really struggling to see any movement with their weight. They are trying all the plans and all the programs which work for them in their 20s and 30s, but stepping on scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement. And this can be really frustrating. It can leave people feeling completely trapped, dreading going on beach holidays, no longer enjoying shopping for clothes, worrying that they'll never be able to lose that excess weight or that this is just part of the aging process that they'll have to accept. And that's never a nice place to be. And one of the main reasons that happens is down to the physical and hormonal changes that women go through as they get older, which can make it easier to gain weight around the middle area and more difficult, again, to lose it with normal dieting. But the good news is there is a quick and easy way to escape from this situation. And it just comes down to a few simple mistakes that people make, which stop them from getting the results they want. So over the next few podcast episodes, we are going to go through the most common reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on the scales and our most effective strategies to get the scales moving, drop those couple of dress sizes and feel amazing in all your favorite clothes. So today we're going to be talking all about mindset specifically. So we've got four key mindsets that we see a lot of our clients or a lot of the people we start working with struggle with and we have to help them to overcome to see really good results. So the first one is perfectionism. And maybe you're listening to this and you go, yeah, I already know that's me. It's very, very common. I'd say almost every client we work with has this to some degree. And another way of looking at this is like all or nothing thinking. So what tends to happen is people have these unrealistic expectations of themselves and what it takes to be fit and healthy. And they think you have to be perfect to see good results. And they have one bad day or make one bad choice and they feel like they've failed. And the reason this is a problem is because it usually then leads to them giving up because they feel like they failed, they feel like they're not succeeding, then they take half the week off and then they don't see any results and then they think it's not working because I'm not seeing any results and then they give up entirely. And that's not what we want because to see good results, you've got to be consistent. And the kind of root cause of this is, is kind of this all or nothing thinking, this binary thinking where either people are thinking they've had a good day or a bad day or they've made a good choice or a bad choice. It's black or white it's success or failure, and there's nothing in between. So we can kind of think of this as like a light switch, if we think of an analogy. So think of a normal light switch, you switch it on or you switch it off, it just flips up and down. The lights are on, the lights are off. The reality is it's not a light switch. Like health and fitness and nutrition and wellness, it's a sliding scale, so we can imagine it more like a dimmer switch. So with a dimmer switch, imagine it's always on. We're never gonna switch it off, and we can just turn it up or we can turn it down. And to succeed, you don't need to be perfect. I usually say 80% is good enough and we just need to be pretty good consistently. You're always gonna have a few days which are not so good when we look at a bigger period of time. You're always gonna have a holiday or get ill, like this is normal. So what we need to do instead is, rather than seeing this as on and off, so we go, okay, I'm not well, I'm gonna stop working out, I'm gonna stop making any good choices and I'll turn it back on again when, I, when I'm better again or, we get injured and again, we stop doing anything. 
Instead, we need to see it as a dimmer switch. We just turn that dial down when you're like your schedule's really busy or you're not feeling well or something goes wrong, there's a family emergency, just turn it down a bit. So for example, it could be instead of working out three times a week, which our clients typically do, do it from home, 30 to 40 minutes, they do list training. We talked about that in a previous episode. Instead of doing that, they might just focus on getting a certain amount of steps in and then just focusing a little bit more on their nutrition. So hitting the key three that we talk about, so not too many calories, enough protein and enough fiber, and then avoiding the WADS foods 80% of the time. And again, we talked about that in the nutrition podcast. So go back and listen to that if you want to know what those are about. But really what I'm trying to say here is it's about having the right mindset when it comes to perfectionism to overcome it. So we're not having this all or nothing thinking Instead, we're thinking of it as like a dial rather than like a light switch. And if you can do that, which we help all of our clients to do, we have an entire phase of our program focused on mindset and our coaches are all experts in this. They're always training a client on this. But if you can change that and start to see it rather than the switch, a good or bad, a success or failure, then you can literally just turn the dial up or down depending on what's going on with your life and you can still see good results. So that's the first one we want to avoid is that perfectionism, that all or nothing thinking. And we do help our clients to do this. We have a whole phase of the program dedicated to it. So the second mindset we help people to avoid then is short-term thinking. So diet culture has taught people to want to achieve fitness results in a ridiculously short time frame. For example, you know, losing a fr- losing a stone in a week. Uh, no, not in a week. Losing a stone in four weeks, for example. Or, you know, getting a flat stomach in two weeks. They give these really unrealistic expectations. And, you know, whilst we have seen this happen, we do see some people who see very, very quick results. It is rare. And most people don't give themselves and their body enough time to achieve their goals. For example, if someone is thinking, you know, I've got eight weeks, I need to drop two stone. Usually this is for a holiday or a birthday party or a wedding. They've got something coming up and they think, right, I've got eight weeks, I need to drop two stone. They put these expectations on themselves, which then lead to having too much pressure and stress. It leads to them going, you know, starting the program. And when they have one bad week, they feel like a failure. They feel like it's all gone wrong. It's all gone out the window. There's no point continuing, which means then they give up. They go back to their old habits. They put all the weight back on. And in addition to this, it's also terrible for you. So as you get older and your hormones change, um, you're not able to see those rapid results from a crash diet like you may have been able to in your 20s and 30s. So A, you won't see the results if you try and do that crash diet and lose the weight in a really quick and unsustainable way. But B, it actually sets up your body and your metabolism um, in a, in a, it puts that into an even worse place. So it makes it in the future even easier to gain weight, even easier to, to pile the weight back on. And so it puts you in a worse position than when you started. So instead, it's it's really about thinking, um, having more realistic expectations of what you can achieve. And our clients typically lose about one to two pounds a week. But the key thing is they do that in a consistent and a sustainable way. The advantages of that are, it means they can keep that up long term. So they can continue to lose one to two pounds a week for three months or six months or 12 months. And it actually adds up to a lot if you extend it over a longer time horizon. So if we're looking over a 12-month time period, imagine you've got a few stone to lose. Over a 12-month time period, at the very slowest possible rate, the one pound a week, you still lose 3.7 stone in a year. So you'll always you'll almost be four stone lighter in a year, just losing a pound a week in a very sustainable and very um in a very manageable way. And at the top end, if you can lose two pounds a week, that adds up to 7.4 stone over the course of a year. So it's easy to see that you can see 
a lot of results in a very, very sustainable way. And it's just about having more realistic expectations about where you want to go, what you're able to achieve and thinking long term rather than thinking, you know, I'm going to lose the weight. I don't think anybody ever sets out to think I want to lose two stone over the next eight weeks and then I want to put that back on again. I don't think anyone actually sets out to do that, but that's what tends to happen with that short term thinking. So instead, just have a bit more of a long term view. Don't rush getting the result and just be okay with kind of slow and steady process and that progress, knowing that that consistency adds up to a result that's going to last you a lifetime. Awesome. So the next kind of really, I guess this is kind of a big group of things, but the next mindset piece we see people struggling with a lot is some kind of limiting belief. And everyone has limiting beliefs, but for most people, these kind of go unchecked and they can really prevent people from achieving their goals. It can really derail them. It can lead them to self-sabotaging and undoing all their hard work. So it could be something like just saying I deserve a treat. In fact, I did a whole training for our clients on this on Tuesday, a whole Every Tuesday and Thursday night, Ben and I do training sessions inside our community. And I did a whole one about this don't deserve a treat mindset. So it could be after a hard day of work, you then go, I deserve a treat. And that pops up in your mind. And maybe you got that from your parents or from your partner or, or your colleagues. And that kind of taught you that whenever you've had a hard time, you know, whenever you've achieved anything, you should treat yourself with food or drink. It's very, very common. But it can lead to yourself then kind of having that glass of wine that leads to a bottle or a whole sharing bag of crisps or chocolate and undoing any hard work from that day that you you did by eating well or exercising and this can, can repeatedly derail yourself or it could be a bit more of a sinister one like a very common one especially for people who've got a bit more weight to lose is thinking things like i'm never going to be slim so what's the point or i'm never going to be slim now i'm in my 50s or whatever it may be um, or now i'm around menopause so what's the point and they can end up thinking this, you know, they just step on the scales and they've had a really sick, you know, they've been really consistent. They've been exercising, they've been eating well and the scales stay the same or the scales have gone up by a pound. And then that thought crops up again of I'm never going to achieve this. I'm never going to do it. So what's the point in even trying? And the problem with that is then it leads to you giving up again. And if you give up, then you're very quickly going to start gaining weight again and undoing all the hard work. So you really don't want that. So the way to kind of understand limiting beliefs and why it's so important that they're worked on, because most diet and fitness programs just ignore this or don't work on it actively, is the fact that the results you get start with your thoughts. And we call this the TFAR process. Your thoughts and your feelings actually lead to the actions and the results you get in your life. So if you think I'm never gonna be slim, so what's the point? You're gonna feel demotivated, you're gonna feel demoralized, and then the action you're gonna take is you're gonna give up, and the results you're gonna take is your weight's gonna pile back on again. So you can see here how your thoughts literally dictate your results. And we must start to change those thoughts if you've got any chance of succeeding long term. And most people, they just assume that these thoughts, what we call stories inside our program, are true. And they just act on them without thinking, sabotaging their chances of success. But it does not have to be that way. So inside our program, we use a tool called the Thought Transformer to neutralize these kind of limiting beliefs. So to undo them at the core and to kind of rewrite your program that your brain's running to actually get you the results you want. And it sounds a bit woo-woo, but it's actually very simple. It takes a couple of minutes a day and our clients find it helps them with every area of their life, not just their fitness. And it stops kind of those thoughts leading to unhelpful actions. So they're able to stay consistent no matter what life kind of throws up in terms of curveballs. So an example of this is you could transform the thought, I deserve a treat into something like I want a treat, uh, but I can treat myself in a healthy way. So just that little shift from I deserve a treat to going actually, 
it's it's irrelevant whether I think I deserve it or not. That's just an opinion, but I want a treat because I'm craving one. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to do it in a healthy way. So that could just shift it from kind of going, I deserve a treat and ordering a takeaway or having like a big dessert or having a chocolate, sharing bag of chocolate or a big bag of crisps to having like a protein brownie and a slimline gin and tonic or some low calorie ice cream and a slimline gin and tonic, which would be about 200 calories or less. And if it's that protein brownie, you're gonna get 20 grams of protein, which is one of those key three nutrients that women over 40 really need to focus on. Rather than perhaps having that sharing bag of crisps and half a bottle of wine, which would be a thousand calories, so five times as much, no protein at all, so not filling at all. And then you'd definitely undo all your hard work for that week with that blowout. Now, the one thing we can guarantee is that there will be obstacles in everyone's fitness journey. So really what I'm trying to say here is it's important you have the tools and the support to get through those obstacles so that you can shift those limiting beliefs. And we do it in a combination of things using, first of all, that thought transformer tool and then one-to-one coaching. So we work with every client one-to-one so that as coaches, we pick up on those limiting beliefs and we'll help you to shift those limiting beliefs so that you no longer have them and you succeed. And it's how clients like Lou Marsh, for example, one of our most successful clients were able to lose seven and a half stone in 18 months. And she's kept it off for the last year and a half, no problem at all, through shifting all those limiting beliefs from her thinking that her family, her whole family were overweight, from her thinking, oh, my family's just big boned, we're all overweight, we've all got slow metabolism, to realizing actually we just all had really unhealthy habits that we were taught growing up. So we've all become really unhealthy and had a bad relationship with food to now realizing that she doesn't have to be like that. She went from a size 22 to a size eight and she's sustaining it. So it all starts with that mindset. Got it. So the fourth mindset then is waiting to feel motivated um, for things to be perfect in order to take action. So most people, they want to wait until they feel motivated, until the time is right, until you know all the stars have aligned before they get started and start a fitness plan or do that first workout or plan their food for the week. But the reality is, motivation is just that motivation is a feeling and the feeling of motivation a lot of the time actually comes from action it's something that we create it doesn't just happen by some miracle and a lot of fitness coaches don't really ever say this but the reality is when it, when you start a new fitness plan when you start some you know doing something or training in a, in a certain way you usually don't feel motivated at the start. You do, it, motivation doesn't kind of just come from nothing. There are ways you can create motivation. For example, you know, the excitement of joining a new program or something like that can give you a quick boost of motivation. But if you're gonna do it by yourself, doing that first workout, you're never really gonna feel like doing it. It's gonna be difficult, it's gonna be painful, you're gonna be out of breath, you're gonna, you're gonna ache for days afterwards. It's not gonna be easy to get started. However, once you've done that workout, you then get like the, you get good feelings from it. You know, you feel positive. You feel like you're achieving something. You then go into the next workout feeling a bit better. You feel, then you feel a bit more positive. You achieve a bit more. And after you go through this process for a couple of weeks, before you know it, you're thinking, God, I can't wait to do my next workout. I can't wait to have that next healthy meal. I'm so excited that all the results are coming and everything's working and everything's going. And, and it gets easier and easier the more you do it. It's almost like if you're trying to push a car and get it going at the start it's very difficult it's very hard but once you've kind of you've pushed that car for a while it gets going it moves faster and faster and faster after a while it doesn't take much effort much energy to actually keep it going so the feeling of motivation comes from action it comes from getting started it's something that we create and you're not just going to magically feel motivated to start just uh, just by some miracle so most people kind of have this the wrong way around and if you wait to get motivated, if you just kind of sit in a room and think like, right, I'm just gonna sit here, I'm just gonna wait until when I feel motivated, 
then I'll get started, then I'll lose that couple of stone. You'll probably never get started. But if you just start, you start feeling a bit better, you start to create that motivation. Once you start seeing results, that motivation will build. And then the more you repeat those actions, the more that they become habits, and then you won't actually have to rely on motivation anymore to stay consistent. You can get to the point like uh, Lou, Lou, the client you were talking about before, Rob, she definitely got to that point where you know it was no longer difficult. She was no longer having to motivate herself to do the workouts or to eat healthy or to do all of the actions needed to get the results she wanted to do to lose that huge amount of weight because she built up the habits with consistency for a long enough time to be able to just keep doing it. it kind of became who she was rather than being that person who's in bad habits and not motivated she became the person who did feel excited to exercise and did feel excited to eat healthy so it's just knowing that you can get there but the start is going to be difficult it's going to be tough it's going to be tricky and you know something that can make that easier if you have the help and support of of coaches if you join a program if you have something there something external which can help you get through those first few weeks get through those first few months that can be a really good way to start creating that motivation. And when we work with people, our aim for them is always that everyone we work with eventually gets to a point where they're in really healthy habits with their eating, with their exercise, with their mindset. And whether they continue to you know, work with us as coaches or not, we think everyone should be in that position where they can just keep going long-term. They can keep themselves motivated. They can keep exercising, keep eating well, and they can maintain all the results that, they, that they've got rather than kind of undoing them and, and falling out of those habits going forwards as well. And we've got another great example here from um, from another client. So we've mentioned Lou a lot. So we've got Laura here. So Laura's 43. She's a member of our program. Uh, she's from Cheltenham and she's an NHS manager. And here's what she kind of said about all of what we've been talking about today, really, the mindset and the motivation. So she said, earlier on this year, I got injured and I really hurt my back. Whilst recovering, I started researching what women my age needed in terms of fitness and I came across the term LIST. That stands for low impact strength training, by the way. She said, as I realized this is what I needed to focus on, I also reflected that to succeed, I need goals and accountability. And on an internet search, I came across Trinity, which seemed to fill the bill in many ways. Reading the testimonials really helped me to make my mind to sign up. I was doing HIIT training through the Joe Wicks program. And though I'd lost some weight, I put it all back on again, and then it got injured as well. I'd always been on a low calorie diet with varying results. I'd lost around four kilos every year after Christmas, and then by summer, I'd be back where I started. With Trinity, and this is over the past six months, by the way, I've lost just over eight kilos, so it's just under a stone and a half. I've lost four inches from my waist, and I'm really happy with my progress so far. I can see such a difference in how my clothes are fitting, and I've gone from a size 14 to a very comfortable 12, and hope to be a size 10 by the time I reach my goal. My stomach is definitely flatter, and I've been really working my core recently, but the biggest area I see a change in is my legs, which are now thinner and also look more toned. This is a first for me. I'm quite sure and now feel a lot more confident about my shape as I used to feel quite dumpy. I'm also wearing dresses and shorts a lot more. I used to just wear jeans all the time and never show my legs. My, my mindset has massively changed too and I now really try to care for myself by meditating and putting good food into my body. If you can afford it in terms of times and money, do it. It works and it's sustainable. I really feel that I won't keep, lo- that I won't keep losing a bit of weight and then putting it on again. It's an investment in you and it's so worth it. So that's a great example from Laura. And she said how her mindset had changed so much, which is exactly what we've been talking about today. And she was able to lose that just under one and a half stones, I said, but more importantly, kind of fitting in her clothes and feeling great, wearing all those things she always wanted to wear and feeling confident doing it. So Ben, where can people go if they want to learn more about the program and what Laura followed? 
So if you want to find more about the this program, if you want to find out more about how you can work with us, how we can help you with your mindset and get you the results that you're after, if you go to www.fit40info.com, you can find all the details and all the information on that page. Awesome. So that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week for another episode. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.